Greetings. Welcome to the Money Script Podcast. I'm your host, Johanse Harrison, financial advisor and financial literacy educator. In each episode, you'll hear incredible interviews and get tips and strategies that you can implement into your daily life to help you improve your money script and grow your wealth. Thank you for taking some time with me today. Let's get into this episode of the Money Script. everyone to the Money Script Podcast. So happy to be with you again here today. Uh, if you haven't done it yet, please check out the most recent episode. Had a, um, an amazing guest on, Dr. Elizabeth Fagan. She's an emergency room physician. Excuse me. She's an emergency room physician here in the Dallas area. She gave some amazing tips and some things to think about when it comes to dealing with COVID-19. That was the other thing she did. She taught me that the the name now for this virus is COVID-19. So hopefully everyone's staying safe out there, keeping your hands clean. Um, hopefully you finally found some hand sanitizer. I know Alicia's been looking for it. I think she actually made her own hand sanitizer. I hope she got the uh, percentages right. She's staring at me really hard right now. She, she's here in the studio with us today. Um, thank you for, for joining us. Hello. Thank you for having me. And yes, I did make hand sanitizer. Yeah, she made some. But hands. I also found some online. Oh, you did find some? Um, on It'll be Bath, here. And Bath and Body Works. It'll be here in May. It didn't say May. Oh, is it seventy percent alcohol? Um, I'll have to check on that. Okay. It's sitting in my shopping cart. Okay, we might have to use all of it for it to work. No, You're walk I... around smelling like honeysuckles and boysenberries. I trust that it's effective. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. It, there's got to be a reason why they're the only one that have. They're the only ones that have hand sanitizer or maybe, you know, they were stocking up for the spring. You know how they do those Bath and Body Works seasons where it's buy five, get seven free or and something. they're just giving it away. So they have overage. So we're all about to be smelling real good, y'all. Can't wait for it. So uh, so we wanted to today just to um, reflect a little bit on the fact that uh, we too are getting a bit of a cabin fever. You, you probably, for those of you with children, you're... Most of the schools across the country are closing, so or temporarily closing, or extended spring break. So just as you thought they were going back to school next week, sounds like for most students they're going to be home for at least another two to three weeks, depending on on where you're located. But again, listen to the previous episode. We'll talk a lot about why some of those things are happening. But but now that you're you're kind of stuck at home, well, you're not stuck, but you're spending probably more time at home, maybe working from home. Oh, you're stuck. Well. You can take a walk on the block. <laughs> you may go. No, nobody is keeping you here. Well, and I think most people are just really in the state of feeling out of control. Uh, we tend to kind of carry on that scarcity mindset when things are happening beyond our control. We don't know really what to expect or foresee um, the ending to whatever is going on currently. Speaking of being out of control, I, I find that uh, the reason why a lot of people were freaking, freaking out, meaning buying all the toilet paper and, um, you know, the fighting in the stores and, and the panic that seems to have consumed all of us has a lot to do with the fact that we, we are we're fighting something that's out of our control. We can't even see it. I mean, it's a virus. It's invisible. And so uh, what's happening is that, uh, I mean, it's, it's a common thing for humans to do. Something happens outside of us and immediately we have a feeling 
Uh, just like with the stock market, you'd have a feeling of fear or a feeling of exuberance when it goes up. The, the fight or flight mentality. Yeah, the fight or flight mentality. And we're looking for something we can have control over. And uh, I think it's just become, well, I can control how much toilet paper's in my house. or Well, we can control how we respond to what's going on around us. True, but I, I think we don't know how to respond because this is this is a new thing for most of us. I mean, I've never been in a global pandemic. I mean, I mentioned... Uh, on the on the last episode, the H1N1 virus, which was the I believe the swine flu, it was um, it was more isolated. So some of us didn't. I mean, we didn't go through any of the struggles that others may have that that did get infected or, or were in neighborhoods or communities where there were lockdowns and things of that nature. Uh, but now, because it's happening to all of us, and you know, with the sports being canceled, I mean, it's become a national sensational phenomenon that's happening for the first time in many of our lifetimes. So that gives us again, like you said, that feeling of being out of control. So we look for something we can control, which is having lots of toilet paper. Well, and then we tend to react or overreact and um, over worry ourselves and really stretch our mental capacity. When we're in this constant state of worry, how can we really focus on protecting our family, protecting ourselves if we're just in a constant state of, of fear. So it's just allowing yourself to, one, unplug from the media chaos that's continuously overflooding us with information and just take a step back to really assess, okay, what, it, what do I need to do in order to protect myself, in order to be prepared, and to in order to... Um, have a sense of peace in this moment of, of, of chaos. And I think that's really what's important to get that message out to people because people are, are scared. People are scared. People are scared. And, and people are scared also because of their, uh, because of the financial concerns that they have. I mean, for to, to watch your retirement portfolio or your investment portfolio fall in a matter of two weeks, in some cases, well, depending on the portfolio, but anywhere from, 10% to 40 or 50% or even worse if you you know if you were just if you just had one stock or two or three stocks in your portfolio or specific sectors of the market you could have felt it even even worse. So, how can we bring some certainty into this period of uncertainty? Yeah, I definitely believe we can take advantage of this downtime and just get really uh, refocused on uh, the well-being of our families and our livelihood. And number 1, I believe is that we can get organized. Um, this is a time to really take advantage of being at home, being in your space, and being that you may be spending an extended amount of time in your space. You want to make sure that the space is comfortable, um, inspiring, uh, peaceful. If you have clutter, if you have, if you feel disorganized, you're not going to get that sense of peace in your home. And right now, I think it's most valuable to have that sense of peace in our home. True. And we can do the same thing with our finances. Um, you know, though you may not like the current value of your investment portfolio, uh, now is a great time to sit down and, and like you said, get organized from a financial um, um, perspective. Uh, do you have access online to all of your accounts? Now's a great time to sit down and register for access. Um, do you have you updated your beneficiaries on your on your accounts? Now it's a great time to do that assessment. Uh, do you have a financial plan? Do you have an emergency emergency plan? Or do you have cash reserves? You know, maybe you need to work on a paying down your debt plan or 
you know, we, you've got some time on your hands right now. It's a great time to start working on some of those things that you've been putting off from a financial perspective and build your, your financial emergency preparedness plan. You know, what, what if you, what if your job slows down over the next few months or if you're in sales, what if people aren't willing to, you know, make commitments to making purchases? Uh, what's that going to mean for paying your light bill, paying your rent, paying your mortgage or, or any other financial, uh, financial obligations you have? Um, some of us may be saving on a little bit of childcare over the next few weeks because there's not a lot of um, uh, uh, schools and daycares and things that are going to be open. But that does give you more opportunity to, to spend some more time at home and, and work on coming up with a financial plan. Because I do believe, as most believe, this will pass. We will get through this. And um, and then we just have to make sure you're prepared for the next emergency because it may not be global or widespread. It may just happen in your neighborhood or in your house. Well, and I think it's important, as you were saying, when we review our, our finances to really review it on our current situation. Some people, like you said, may be home. Not, they're not spending that money on, on daycare. But how can you reallocate those funds maybe to create an emergency fund? Um, but just getting really clear um, on your on your finances, um, going through old mail, maybe a stacks of mail around the house that, again, goes into decluttering your home. Um, filing some of your mail or going through your, your file system, getting organized so that you have everything, organizing your documents, um, just utilizing this time to get into all those nooks and crannies of your house that you neglect as you're on the move uh, from day to day and uh, creating a, a clutter-free space. One of the most important things that we can do is take care of our health. And um, I definitely want to call out all the people who may have um, – put off taking care of their health. On Monday, I'm going to eat better. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do right. It can't be Monday. It has to be today. It has to start right here, right now. If you want to do everything you can to protect yourself and your family, you have to take care of your health. I'm not going to the gym right now, though. So that doesn't mean you're going to the gym. You can go for a walk. You can go for a hike. You can work out at home. Plenty of time to do some some research on YouTube. So we can definitely get some exercise in, uh, get some yoga in, stretch, breathe, really connect to the body, um, making sure you're eating nutritious foods, trying to stay away from processed foods as, as much as you can, or just incorporating more fruits and vegetables into your diet, um, getting in vitamins. I know I've seen that the stores are running out of hand sanitizer and toilet paper, but they're still very well stocked in vitamins. Vitamin C and zinc and all those things that help boost your immune system. Elderberry is one of our favorite, our household favorite. So just really, um, once you assess your finances, this is a great time to reallocate some money to your uh, your grocery plan and to your nutrition plan, getting really uh, focused on that, making sure you get enough sleep. Sleep is definitely, we don't want to stress ourselves to the point where our immune systems are weak and we're more prone to catching a, a virus if we do have to go out and about. Just really taking care of your immune system, taking care of your body, getting that water intake in, making sure you're consuming enough water, staying away from those sugary carbonated drinks, and replenishing your body with exactly what it needs. So I also think in this downtime that we can um, focus on business, focus on your side hustle. You know, a lot of times we're caught up in our nine to five, taking care of our family, we're on the move. We tend to put off some of those ideas or some of the things that we've been working on, but this is a great opportunity to take advantage of that downtime, maximize the downtime, and start working on your business. If you were to go and study some of the greatest 
companies and businesses in history, you'll find there is a common theme uh, through a lot of them is that they were discovered and they were created and they grew out of a struggle, whether it was a personal struggle or it was a struggle that was on a more um, on a wider scale, meaning if it was in their city or in their neighborhood or in their state or in their country. Um, but a lot of times it's, it's, it's situations like this that can inspire individuals to be creative, inspire individuals to see a new need. Um, I've got one, someone probably should figure out. I don't think I have the time to do it, but, uh, I mentioned on the last episode, whenever you're in the grocery store, if you're not using Apple pay or Google pay, you have to touch the screen to sign or type in your pin number. Those things are probably really dirty. I mean, maybe it's, yeah, you could just put hand sanitizer beside there, but I don't know. I feel like there's gotta be a better way, but that's, that's a problem that, that will now need to be solved. Um, you know, people, we took paper towels out of a lot of bathrooms and put in those blow hand dryers. But if people don't always wash their hands and you go to touch the door and you can't use paper towel because there's no paper towel there. So again, that's a new problem that will have well, to be have solved. Well, they have the doors now that have the arm hook that you can actually use your forearm or your foot. That is a Oh, thing. so somebody has solved it. I just haven't seen that anywhere in any bathroom I've ever been in. Maybe I don't go in the bathroom in public enough. Maybe not. Wow. So I agree. It's a great time to get creative. So maybe if um, you aren't necessarily excited about starting a business or you don't have a side hustle, um, this is a great opportunity to get your creative juices flowing, whether it's with your family, with your children. Um, I know we have we have St. Patrick's Day coming up. We have um, Easter coming up. It'd be a good time to get into some arts and crafts, maybe some baking. You can include the kids. Definitely keeping the kids engaged um, and just still bringing that holiday spirit just right at home, not allowing yourself to feel limited in, in that in that sense, because it's a great time to get creative. Or if you have a do-it-yourself project, something that you've been putting off at home that you've wanted to to build, that you've wanted to draw, you've wanted to paint, great opportunity to take advantage of it now. Yes, Alicia's been going around the house reorganizing all the closets and cabin, cabinet space which has been exciting to see because she we're finding things we found. What do we find? Or you found, I didn't. Right. We, yeah, we, we found, I found curtain ties that um, we've owned for a few years. And when we moved into our new home, we didn't have curtains and we've had curtains now for about six months with no curtain ties. And I forgot about them. I found them in the back of one of the closets that I've cleaned out. And it's definitely, has just helped me feel a little just more clear in our space, understanding what we have, what we need, especially for those that are running out to the grocery store, stocking up. If you don't assess what you already have, you're going to overspend. So that's going to cut into your budget and you're going to have, you're taking away from your community, your neighbors by overstocking. Whereas you can really just assess what you have. So when you do go out to get your groceries or if you do order groceries online, you can get exactly what you need, stick to the budget Stick to your meal plan. Keep it easy. And speaking of overspending and, and hoarding supplies, I want everyone to know that all of the stores realize that their shelves are empty. They will restock. It might take them a day or two. So if you got to borrow a roll of toilet paper from your neighbor or use paper towel or, I don't know, take a shower, baby wipes, whatever it takes. What I'm saying is the stores will restock. Just... 
give him a moment. Take a breath. Go back a couple episodes. I had to take a breath. You you did. You had I a did. shopping cart. I did. I did. And um, as the conversations were continuously rising around the coronavirus, I did find myself. COVID-19. COVID-19. I did find myself purchasing a little bit more here and there. So we do have a little bit more than usual. Um, but I didn't necessarily hoard and overstock. And I had a sense of maybe I should because of all the posts about the toilet paper. I think I called you one day and asked you if I should be buying toilet paper because everybody's buying the toilet paper. I didn't quite understand how the COVID-19 was tied into toilet paper. I didn't understand Apparently it. it causes diarrhea for some people. No. It doesn't. I just made that up. But it would make you think that it does. Yeah, I I actually counted our rolls of toilet paper while she was in the store. She said, do we need toilet paper? I was like, I don't know. And I went ground and counted. And I was like, I don't think so. But you still at least brought home. I think you could only find an eight pack or something like that. It's yes. probably the smallest pack of toilet yes. paper you've and, purchased And that's the thing. If people would take a little bit of time to do the research, you reassured me, babe, the stores are going to restock. I personally wanted to see it in writing. And so I went online. I went on uh, the DallasNews.com. You didn't believe me. I, I believed you, but I needed I needed a. Uh, I <laughs> you needed, needed a second. I needed in writing. Okay. And um, they do reassure us that the stores are going to restock, and that the people that are overstocking are creating the problem. Yes. So if we go and shop regularly as if we were stocking our refrigerator or cabinets for that week, then by the time they replenish, they will have more. They they can keep up with the demand. Yes. Yes. For those who are not familiar with grocery and big box store logistics, there are warehouses all over the country that house backup supplies. There's even refrigerated units that house backup supplies of things that uh, that are frequently purchased so that we don't have to wait for it to ship from the plant and then get to the distribution center and then get on a truck and then get to the store. There are distribution centers. We don't shop at distribution centers. Uh, but there are distribution centers all over the country that have plenty of toilet paper that will be in a store near you soon. Now, there there will be some supply chain issues, especially in some of our smaller uh, towns. It may take a little bit longer, but just be patient. It's going to be okay. You'll get some toilet paper really soon. Just um, just just be patient. Be patient. So, last tip. Well, and this is, I mean, the, all the tips are important, but this is the one that's actually going to empower you to keep that peace of mind and that positive mindset and that self-care. Times like this, when we feel uh, stressed, worried, fearful, self-care can easily go out the window. So you definitely want to make sure you're taking time to take care of you, unplug, get off of social media, cut the news off, maybe read your favorite book, read a book that you've been putting off that you haven't made time for, go through the stack of magazines that you have, Um, and even getting focused on your hygiene, taking care of you, taking a nice long bath, maybe giving yourself a manicure, um, freshening up your hair, skincare, just finding ways to really take care of you so that you feel good from the inside out. And especially for those of you who are, um, providing and taking care of your families, you absolutely have to take care of yourself so you can be in that space to show up, um, strong, hopeful, faithful, and just really being that space of peace for not only yourself, but your family and those around you. Um, and I know another thing that I'm, I'm 
doing in this downtime is uh, researching um, a dentist. I know I've had um, on our list for a while things that we wanted to take care of with our our, our health, um, finding a dentist, finding a chiropractor. There's certain things that we've kind of put off just being on the move, but now with this, this sense of downtime, it's a great opportunity to really um, connect to that self-care and, and uh, reconnecting to the things that are going to make me feel best as um, as a supporter to my family and supporter to our community and and staying calm and peaceful. And I'd like to add to that, staying positive. Okay. It's, it can be tough to be positive when there is, when the world seems to be burning around you. Um, but the rain will come, the fire will go out and things will go back to some sense of normalcy. We will all be changed by this. We will all change some habits at the same time. We can look forward to that and we can think positively and and know that everything is going to work out for the better and we're all going to be okay. So, well, uh, Alicia, thank you for coming to spend some time with me. I know we've been kind of trapped in the house. Not really. We haven't been trapped. We've just been in the house. You feel like you're trapped with me? I mean, we are inside of a small studio. The door's closed. We There's, are trapped right now. Right now, and we're trapped. And my chair is in front of the door. This is... Yeah, I, I, if there's a fire breaks out behind me, I'm counting on you to help get me out. Thank you for joining us on the Money Script Podcast. It's been a joy to have you with us today, Alicia. Thank you for joining me as well. Thank you for having me. Just a quick plug. Go back and listen to my meditation podcast. Um, for those of you who are excited to adapt a meditation practice, especially during this time, or if you're new to it, it's a perfect opportunity to get plugged in and find that peace of mind. If you want Alicia to start her own meditation podcast. I just need you to tell her. I've told her already, but like you heard earlier, she has to go read it somewhere. So someone please post it in her DMs or post it. Don't actually, don't even put it in her DMs. Put it where everyone can see it and tag her on it and say, we are waiting for the Alicia's Mindset podcast. I don't know what she calls it, but whatever it is, tell her that we are waiting on it and then she'll believe it. And then she'll do it. Everybody wash your hands. Stay safe. Get some hand sanitizer. Check on your loved ones, especially those that are at risk. Our population of 60 plus. Um, make sure they're well. Make sure they have toilet paper. Some of them couldn't get out to the store to get that. So uh, until next time. 